And we're back. Thank you guys for tuning in to episode three of The Overachievers. I'm your host, Martin Amini, here with my partner in crime. Hey, what's up, man? I'm DJ Bo. Thank you guys for tuning in, man. First off, got to say thank you guys for all the positive feedback that we've gotten the past week yes, since yes, our last episode. Yes. Shout out to Dylan, our last guest. I've gotten a bunch of uh, great feedback in my DMs. You know what I mean? A lot of DMs, people sliding my DMs. Did anyone slide in your DMs, Bo? Nobody slid in my DMs. No one slid in your DMs? Nah. All right, guys, listen up. All you single fellas out there, go ahead and slide in Bo's DMs. I don't want dudes in my DMs. <laughs> that what you mean? You're a, you're a podcast personality now, Doc. <laughs> you're a man of the people. With great power comes great responsibility. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> It's not. It's not even sexual. It's just you. Just you gotta give back to the community. You gotta be. You gotta take all the positive feedback. And on that note, all the single uh, ladies slide in my DMs because I'm. Wow. <laughs> These are just jokes, but seriously, uh, hit up DJ Bo, man. Thank you guys, man. Um, we had a lot of fun on the last episode. Very excited about today's guest. Uh, before I get into it, man, um, I want to recap with DJ Bo and how his week went. Um, it was cool. I did a wedding. I mean, okay, nothing, nothing crazy. Wedding season. Yeah, it's wedding season, so got a little a good check off that. Um, what about you? How was your weekend? She was crazy, dog. I uh, I was gonna start off by saying uh, last Wednesday, what I what, what I thought was gonna be uh, the big story was me doing a private event. I did a nonprofit show. It was uh, an award a Latin award show. They had me MC it, and it was like a. A nightmare situation for comedy um, where it was just like a bunch of round tables and high ceilings. No one's there to, for jokes. It was, they were just there to just support this charity. And they were like, all right, now for entertainment, give it up <laughs> for Martin Amini. I just go on stage like, yeah, hey, man. Uh, and I was trying to start off like because it was a, it was a uh, it was an event for um, to promote uh, rights for immigrants. So I wanted to right. start off with something heartfelt. I was like, man, give it up for it was the, the charity was Ayuda. So I was like, give it up for Ayuda, man. It feels it's really a, a heart. It means a lot for me to be here because 30 years ago, my mother came to this country from Bolivia. Yeah. You know, and now I'm standing on stage here entertaining you guys. So that makes me feel so good inside. And I, right, just like, right. I was like trying to get a little something going, like eight out of 250 people clap for that. <laughs> <laughs> and I just immediately knew like, OK, this isn't going to be a good. This is not going to be a fun eight minutes. And I just like. As I'm on stage trying to like tell a couple jokes, like yeah. the, the, one of the producers of the event came up to me with a piece of paper, and she's like, "Is that is that like a acknowledge, Mister So and So?" And I'm like, "Jesus!" And I just I was like, uh, "I would like to <laughs> <laughs> halfway into my set, yeah, I had to make a joke." I was like, "Damn!" Uh, I was like reading it like she. Uh, they're telling me to get off the stage, and uh, I have one minute left. This isn't going with they. I try to make they laugh. Yeah. But I was like, no, nah, but for real, shout out to this X Y Z for donating money. Um, are you guys ready for some comedy? And then I brought up uh, uh, Wendy Robleski. She killed it. She did great. Um, yeah, I caught a, I caught a bit of that on your uh, IG Instagram story. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the Instagram story. Thank you for everyone who watched. It. <laughs> everyone was like, <laughs> de- like messaging me, like like uh, laughing at me and everything. But uh, it, it turned out good. The highlight of the, this past week was probably Saturday. Uh, Saturday started off going very well. I did a show at the Draft House. Then made my way to Big Hunt for the late show. Um, I was like going up fifth. The night was going good. I walked in. I see Lafayette on stage murdering. Yeah. I'm like, okay, it's going to be a hot night. I get on stage, excited. I'm, I got some new material I'm running, getting ready for June 14th. And I'm just like doing the, going into my bit. And all of a sudden, just like these, there's like these two ladies in the audience who are just 
it seems like they were just getting an argument. So yeah. I just I wanted to address him like, hey, what's going on? You know, we have about to have a world star moment, and yo, they in <laughs> 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 that moment, yo, they made that they turned that world star moment into into Martin Amini. Oh boy, <laughs> yeah. So they shifted their 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 energy, and they just started going on me, and they were just like, it wasn't even like going on me. They were just like, tell y'all jokes. And I was like, all right, and then they're, they're like, just tell them then. And I was like, <laughs> I will if you would let me. <laughs> Ma'am, <laughs> and it just got he it got heated to the point where it was like it was tense. Yeah. And it wasn't like I didn't want like in my mind I'm like this isn't a situation where I'm just trying to uh I, I don't want to end up a headline tomorrow like yo because it was just very uh low stakes for me, but it it just sucked because there was like 80 people there, out of 80 78 people want to hear jokes and there's like two ladies who are just like there were two and like to be keep it 100. These were they were two black ladies, and that doesn't matter. With the exception of like, in, in just in in the climate, I ain't trying to make no joke. I, I was like, yo, they're like the Thanos of hecklers. Like they got all the struggle stones right now. <laughs> I ain't trying to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yo, you got it, you got it, ma'am. You know. But by the end of like the fourth, the fourth minute of them just like, like you like just laughing at my at my dreams, I was like, yo, I had to I had to address it. I was like, all right, man, listen. I'll play you a little clip. <laughs> I had to go back. Yo. <laughs> oh man, that's amazing. That that's made, fucking amazing. I mean, it was, that was my Saturday, dog. To, in, to conclude, um, it was a crazy week, but I'm glad I'm here. Uh, which leads me to introducing our guest. Oof. He is an overachiever's favorite, man. Oh, um, yeah. The fact that he's here, it means a lot because I've known him for so long. Uh, he's headlining our June 14th show. And to put it in perspective, like, you know, to put it in terms of, like, context of, like, <laughs> comedy, man, this is like, if I were if I were to do, like, a DC comedy uh, fantasy draft, he's, like, a number one overall pick. You know what I mean? This is the guy man. I'm excited to have. Man. man. No, man. Don't oh, do this, man. Nah, Don't nah, do this, this, man. Oh, man. Listen, I was like, you know what's the cry? If we're, you know, and there, you could argue that, you know what I mean? But it's like, you know, if we we're talking about from writing to performing, and does he have God in his life? <laughs> this is my man, 100 grand. Hey, Sean Wilson. Hey, God in his life. <laughs> that's right. Everyone got that's the criteria. DC We got some good writers. We got some good performers. But do I got God in? But his do life. you have God in your life? <laughs> oh man. What's up, man? Welcome, K. Sean. Man, I'm happy to be here, man. Yeah, man, nice, this man. is uh so yeah, I, I played my little audio from this is my past weekend. Yeah, that, that happened. <laughs> I just want, you know, it was just. Do you feel me though? Like, there's not in five minutes. Obviously, every comedian has his way of dealing with it. I, in that moment, I it, I was just like, man, I ain't really. I I for real, I was not in the. I was like, you got it, man. I just didn't want to um ruin it for every because I was fifth. So <laughs> there was thirteen other comics yeah. after me. Yeah, you feel me? Yeah, it's just weird. Like. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I always have this moment when sets aren't going well. Like yeah. I'm on stage, yeah, and I always just have this like flashback of like, 
Man, you don't even know. I was at the Kennedy Center last week. Right. Mm. Like, right. you don't even know. I mean, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, to the 30 people who are there, they might be drunk and whatever. But at one point. To them, it doesn't matter. At one point, I was like, yo, I'm on TV. And they're like, what channel? I was like, True TV. And they started, ah! And I was like, I deserve that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, wait, but it's TV, though. Right. right. You, you know what I'm saying? Like. It's just an ego thing, but you know. No, you're right. No, yeah. I mean people don't. They look at us on stage and they don't. They don't realize the sacrifice we've made to even be in that position of like, just telling jokes at Big Hunt, like just straight up, just like, yo, I'm here to entertain. But they don't. Uh, it, it, they just seem like they were just. Uh, they were out for blood that night. Mm. They were like. Yeah, black hecklers are a little different. Yeah, no, nah, it was. That's why I was like, "Yo, you got it." Yeah. It's just a different. It's At just one a point, whole... I was like, "Yo, should I?" I was like, "Audience, like, yo, should I engage with them?" They're like, "Yeah." I was like, "Man, y'all trying to set me up, man." Y'all, ain't <laughs> <laughs> yo, it's it's just weird, like especially like black women. There's like a moment when you really messing up, mm. where mm. a black woman can like take a show from you. <laughs> oh, word! And you yeah. like on stage, and you just realize like, oh snap, I'm in the audience right now. That's crazy. Has like, that, wait, has it happened to you? She's a star. Absolutely. Oh man, you got it. Yo, people think like people think just because you like good at something that like we still out here growing and working. That, right. One hundred, like, bro. It's yeah. still like, I mean, it happens a lot, especially in crowds you're just not comfortable. Take with. us back to the first time, like the most crippling. Because mo- I have a couple that was actually, I, ha- I mean, that wasn't. A, I wouldn't define that as an L that I took, but it was a moment that just happened Saturday. I wanted to just play it for people, but yeah. I have, right. I have some like. So Some like wounds, battle wounds for so sure. Coming up, so like miles was a little different because I came up around people who like took a liking to me, which okay is everything. Yeah, I feel like in any game that you win, yeah. it's like getting around people who like they respect you, but they also like want to see you do well. Okay, so like the people who wanted to see me do well, they gave me the advice that I didn't want to hear. Mm. On some like, yo, listen, you can keep doing rooms in front of like. People who want to hear jokes, but you better come over here and practice on that smoke with people who like they want to hear Earthquake, they want to hear Bernie Mac, they want to hear Martin. Like they, they just like you ain't got time to tell stories, mm, right? You bet. Like you better make sure you sharp for both. <clears throat> so Eddie Bryant used to like call me and be like, "Yo, come down to LOL. Okay, I, I know you're scared. <laughs> Shout out to Eddie Bryant. You know what I mean, DC I know, comedy vet. I know you're scared. <laughs> I know you're scared, but come down here, mind you." I had been doing all of these like open mics and I'm just like setting up my So shit. what year was this? I wanna say like maybe like my third or fourth year in comedy. Okay. So I'm like setting up these jokes and I'm doing all these everybody knows I'm like long winded on stage. So I'll tell like these seven minute stories <laughs> yeah. and I'm like setting them up all perfect and performing and doing whatever. And I went down to L O L and I was like, What up? And they were like, Nothing. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> Cause you get like this system yeah. of how like it goes. Oh, yeah. Bro, yeah. Like you perform like like all right, listen. Y'all talked about it with Dylan. Like when you perform with the improv, it's mm. like mm. it's like, you know, that's where comedy lives. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. The ideal place to see you. Right. The like the quintessential of what comedy is. is but it's key. not that's not That's not where it's born. It's not realistic. That's not where it was birthed. DC improv is like Disneyland. Right. Mm. You go there to visit, but you can't go there to stay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to literally just go there to, like, showcase what you've been working on. It wasn't the jackpot workouts. Yeah. Right. So you go to the improv so much, they're there for comedy. You setting up jokes. Yeah. Joke don't work. You just go to another one. Like, they can't have a good time. Mm-hmm. You go to LOL back in the day, like, 
they blowing you off the rip. So describe LOL Man. for people. I never, I never been to LOL. All right, LOL. I don't know if it, does it even? Is exist? it still open? No, no. Okay, oh. it was a shooting. Where is it's, it? What, what, a shoot, oh. Okay, okay. All black comedy club. All right, so there was a club. It was a club upstairs. I don't remember the name of the club. It was just in Wal- like Where was it? Waldorf or Temple Hills? Temple Hills. Okay, it's like some Temple Hills, Maryland. Which for people in DC, it's like just go to whatever hood, like Suitland. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like when hood people want to leave the hood, <laughs> but then they all make another hood out of yeah. wherever they go. <laughs> 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 this is just the like, secondary yeah, hood. The hood getaway. <laughs> yeah, it's just like the hood getaway. It's yeah. for people on parole. Okay. So, so it was a club on the first floor, but they made a comedy club into the in the basement. Okay, that's dope. Yeah, it's not <laughs> <laughs> because all right. So let's say like the first show was started at eight o'clock. Yeah, you good, but the club opens at ten. Mm. Right. So the headliner gets off. And he's like, yo, I got some new people who are ready to go up. Yeah, yeah. So they throwing you up, but you upstairs with like, with like DJ Bo going like ham yeah. upstairs. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was like that. So you fighting music. It's yeah. like, you fighting everything. And you had to literally go in there and punch. So there was like a bunch of times I just like bombed. So what happened? Like, tell us one moment where it was just like, because I have my I have a story like from Flavor Lounge 2012 my third time going up ever <laughs> and I just I went up there as a first because you understand so like this was a this was a, the most valuable lesson I ever learned because I went to um, a predominantly black high school so in my mind I'm in D.C. Northeast D.C. Flavor Lounge is torn down now but uh, R.I.P. Flavor Lounge but uh, all black audience so in my mind I'm like oh I'm good I grew up around all black people they're gonna fuck with me. No, they don't know my, where I'm. They don't know anything yeah. about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm. This is the first time I go on stage. Super because con- when, when you start comedy, all you have going for you is your confidence. Mm. That's the only thing driving you. <laughs> you don't got no Legit. well. You don't that's got true, no well. Yeah, you don't got true. no well written material. You don't got no. Ex- you know, t- five years stage just experience. The love of comedy. It's, it's just the just the swag of like yeah. I'm gonna tell y'all these jokes. And I was like yeah. Growing up, I never wanted to do comedy. My dream growing up was to open up a hookah shop. I was gonna call it I hookah you up. Yeah. Oh, y'all don't work. Okay. Uh, well, you know, uh, <laughs> and they just stared at me and they're like, they're like, nah, they were laughing at me. And I was like, yo, I remember this is a joke that I, 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 I you know, I regretted telling, but I, this is, this is what I opened with. I was like, yeah, man, I just moved back from LA to DC, man. I noticed there's two types of people in DC, two types of people, gay or gangster. That's it. Oh, and for yeah. the first time in my life, I met a gay gangster, a double G. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah, at the end of it. And they just stared at me like, where is this going? Yeah, and I remember I like, that. And I was like, yeah, that's the punchline. You were there? <laughs> no, I just nah, remember nah, this joke. Like, my first year of comedy, yo, my material was like, <clears throat> bruh, it was so bad. But okay, this was the lesson learned. Because um, I was doing it at like RFD and like other like welcoming spots. And I would get, I would get these like, I would get last off the like, the off, double G, the, off the charisma, the, yeah. off the charisma and the smile and the year. Yeah. People were like, yeah, oh, okay, yeah. that was the punchline. We should probably give him something for that. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Yo, Flavor Lounge are like, nah, they're like just staring at me. And they just, I walked off. They're like, yo, double G. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like you were the gay gangster. Yeah, I was the gay gangster. It was so bad because I knew it was bad because I got a phone call from uh, Danny Rolando, comedian at the time, calling me, asking me if I was okay. Damn. Because it was like that. It was like, I got off. It was like deer, it, deer in headlights. It was the first time I, did, I told a joke and, did got, and got nothing. I didn't know how to handle that. So I remember just like 
my voice started getting all crumply. Yeah. And I was like, and then another thing about the, the gay gangster Damn. is. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it was bad. It was rough. But then it was like, okay. And that was like uh, uh, heartbreak number one. And then you just like, it just compounds. And then you just like learn how to just keep moving. Right. Uh, and then you get to a point where like, you get to nights where like, yo, you yelling at me, but I know for a fact <coughs> not everyone hates me. Yeah. I've, been yeah. in, I've been in rooms where everyone hates me. I know what that feels like. Everyone likes me. Clap <laughs> <laughs> <Literally>. your hands. <laughs> if you, <laughs> clap your hands. Playback. If you like me. <laughs> now clap your nobody hands. Likes you go, you. Nobody, nobody likes, likes you. My name is Martin Amelia. <laughs> <laughs> it's the greatest exit. Oh, man. So, like, all right. So, for me, it was, like, probably one of the biggest learning experiences of my life. After this conversation, and I appreciate these shows the most. Yeah. Like, Eddie literally, like sent somebody else on stage to host for him so he could like talk to me Damn. and be like yo let me hip you to what happened let me okay. tell you what just happened <clears throat> i was always like the dumb guy if it was like a hundred people listening but mm -hmm. it was like two people at the bar talking i'll yeah. be like hey hey everybody in the back <laughs> yeah i'm up here and yeah. he's like what are you doing like the people in the front row they're paying attention yeah like tell the jokes the laughter will be contagious yeah and i'm over here like yo what's good bro we, we, <laughs> it's a comedy show going on up here. Yeah. He's like, I can't tell. And then all of a sudden, like the whole, I've lost the whole crowd. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So he was just like, yo, like, what, what were you doing? Yeah. Why are you trying right. to do crowd work? They were listening. If right. they're listening, you can mm -hmm. sell jokes. Right. As, as long as you had the majority of the room, yeah. you got them. I would rather, I would rather get booed off stage mm -hmm. than to perform in silence. Word. A hundred percent. Yeah, I feel, I feel hmm. that because at least they felt you. At 100%. least hundred percent. At least they time. feel you to the point where they decided they don't like you. <laughs> They're like, yo, we, you, we all made a decision. We as all a made. Crowd. We all unanimously. Yeah. That's a that's see. This is this is why I feel like comics are so extreme, man. Because like y'all need some kind of reaction. Because that's a proper like, L. It, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's a proper. I'm I, going out and in <laughs> <laughs> honor. Uh, it's like it's like a first date. Yeah. Like, would you rather your date just? Come to the table like, listen, I know we ordered, but let's just cancel the order. It's just not going to work out. Or for somebody like you trying to start a conversation the whole night and they're just looking at you. Yeah. I yeah. guess you're right. You're like, yeah, so what's your favorite color? Yeah. It's going it's gonna to evoke some type of emotion. Yeah. It's like. That's why you see comedians spaz this. out and they'll be like. And they, they start. He's on out. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it does bring the worst out of certain comedians, but I mean, in, in Kason's case, I know for a fact it made him stronger. Kason's one of the few dudes in D.C. that can go on stage literally for two hours and kill, not exaggerating. And I feel like just by watching Kason over the years, I've seen him level up, but I feel like there's like two Kason, two comedian <laughs> There's like There's like D.C. Improv Kason, Yo. and then there's like Church Kason. And the people don't know, like... The the two the two uh, it's like two gears he's got he can you feel me on that do you, do you, no I know what you're saying because I've seen <laughs> just, him in two different the elements. description sounds funny it's just like there's <laughs> yeah. two there's two levels I mean obviously there's like there's more there's more layers to it but like I've seen Kason is the only comedian I know that has like at least ninety minutes of like just straight church material like straight oh, like yeah. fire church material on like biblical he got the biblical it's it's weird because. I I know I grew up in church, right? So yeah. Like that's natural. That's more natural to me than coming in and talking about race. Even though like I'm really passionate, like of course, yeah, about race and race relations and what's going on in the news. Like I could go on stage right now and just start talking about stuff. Like, like church is all I know. 
So like you're brought up, you were brought, you were brought up in the church. Like your pops is a, a pastor. Yeah, like that's what I know. And your pops, your grandfather was a pastor. Yeah, so like, that's like it's yeah. in your bloodline. My mom was a Sunday school teacher. My grandma was still a head deaconess at eighty seven. Like. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like I, it's blood. It runs deep in the blood. I went to Howard, and that's when I was like, "Oh snap! It's like a whole world out here." But that's why, like, that's why even right now, like, I'm still trying to grow to the point where I'm like, "Man, I got to talk about like my marriage. I got to talk about like other stuff because it's it's like that's all I know. That's why, like, like um, the DVD, like uh, doing shows at Howard and stuff. I get to talk about like growing up in church. It's like, it's like, all right, cool. Yeah, but that's a side that we don't most. That's the age of nine. What, people, listen, yeah. people listening who who've never who've probably who've maybe seen you on stage a few times at our show, or maybe they haven't, or the DC comedians who definitely have seen you but haven't seen that set of yours. It's a whole nother type of set, which I've gotten a chance to see only because I've done gigs with you out of town. Yeah, and we've seen, we've been we doing we on that Christian comedy yeah. circuit yeah. together. Yo, you know what I mean? hey, Bo, no lie, yo, yeah. yo, Martin came up to me. We did a show in Virginia. I'm gonna talk about it. And soon. Mar- <laughs> yo, Martin was talking about us like we were like a gang that the crowd didn't know about. He was like, yo, we about to get him with this, and I'm like, what happened? <laughs> Yo, but he killed though. Yeah. Yo, the first time Martin and I ever performed in front of like a crowd. You know what's crazy? All right, cool. So <laughs> Martin, Martin performed on the night that I proposed to my wife. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which was like it was like this little quaint theater in Anacostia, Anacostia Art Center. Yeah. And you perform. Yo, he was so nervous outside. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was, I was. He was like, he was like, Yo, bro, I'm um. I'm gonna try to do this. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> bro, just move for all. You're fine. Like you're hilarious. Yeah, okay, so so to give the audience context, it wasn't that it just um, it was uh, it was the fact that I needed to do I think 15 minutes clean. Clean yeah. was the because uh, Kason's audience. Um, it's it's a different. They're like church. They're they're like a church audience. It's cleaner than so. It's like clean. Yeah. It, it it's not like huh. I get hired to do a gig and they're like, "Yo, Martin, be clean." I'm like, "All right, cool." If I say a couple of things, I'm like, All right, it, "It's not gonna bother me." But if I mess up in front of one my friends like church audience where his mom's in the audience, it's gonna hurt my feet, like my feelings. Like I'm like it'll be more on me. I, I like I would have trouble sleeping. I'm like, damn, man, I can't believe I said shit in front of like case like because that's i know for a fact like that's not they don't appreciate that yeah Yeah. and i don't have practice being at that point this was two years ago i didn't have practice being clean yeah so i was like that's what i was you did great i was yeah it thankfully it went oh man i said this one i was like man i feel like this audience you're either christian or super christian and everyone just had it it was just it was just (laughs) they loved it though they were wild that's all but that's all i was trying to explain like people I don't know. You can kind of like judge an audience and you can kind of be right. But yeah. it's also like, that's why I do, I always try to do a show every year because I always try to like push the limits that I present myself. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you can only, let me not say that. I, I It's my personal conviction. It's how I feel. Yeah. You can only, you spend your whole life trying to get on other people's stuff. That's and sometimes you really just got to create something where you're like, yo, I need to know what m- me looks like. Yeah, and, yeah. You cre- and you created that. That's why I try to do a show, at Howard, because it's like, let me do a show where the crowd can't dictate. Like, for instance, you go to Big Hunt. Mm-hmm. The crowd that comes to Big Hunt, they control the, the feeling, the energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when you go to the Improv, or you go to, let's say, you go to like the hoodest show that you can go to. Yeah. Or you go to Big Hunt, you go to Improv. You, in your mind, you like, 
right, cool. This is kind of what I have. Like I'm going to a, right. I'm going to a Latin award show. It's like a flavor. Mm. Like I know what I'm cooking. Yeah, yeah, overachievers got its own. Like like yeah. Yo, these people are expecting a soul food restaurant. I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna cook some yams, mm-hmm. mac and cheese. Right. But when it's at a theater, when you when you making your own, like what y'all got? Yeah. When you make your own, you like yo. Whoever comes, you gotta, you just gotta take it. Yeah. <laughs> like whatever I present you, you gotta take. You may not like it, but, right. but I the, get to yeah. know what I what I am. But uh, to get to you. where you're at and your sh- the shows that you produce, people go in there like knowing what to expect almost, and I think that help. It, it's like they're already like on board. If that makes any sense. Yeah. And that I think that can hurt you in some ways, but in in a lot of ways, it's a beautiful thing because they're like there's like love. It's weird. Like there's already like love in the room. Yeah. I think when there's love in the room, it sounds, <laughs> it's like, nah, because then you could take the the perform. Like, when I say, a, like, K-Song got a standing ovation, like, it was a, it was when, like, comedy at its best met, like, love in the best. And it was like, that's how you get 300 people to stand on their feet and go crazy. Oh, word. That's, the, and that's what, ha- I mean, not to, give away, not to give away uh, too much of uh, K-Song special coming out, but yeah. my man uh, got a standing They stand at the end. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. It was, and it, <laughs> let me tell you this. I've seen a lot of uh, comedy specials. Not everyone gets a standing ovation. It was it was fun. You know, I think it was because it was super real. Like, yeah. I can say this. At the end of the special, my dad, who we've established as a pastor, mm-hmm. but I've seen him maybe five times in like the last decade. That's why. Whoa. But- he was supposed to come out there's something that happens at the end of the DVD yeah. musically where he was supposed to come out and join me at the end mm-hmm. and he literally no showed so that night I had never performed it but I did mm-hmm. like I did like 10 minutes on the fact that he wasn't there Damn. and then I did the number the final thing we were supposed to do I did it by myself so I think I think it was just authentic yeah and that's what I always I try to do. I don't always achieve it, which is why I think it takes me so long to get to a place where things are funny because I'm I'm so much more in, involved with how authentic something is than how funny it is. Yeah, it's crazy because I always get to see the final product because you be cooking on, in in the cut. I don't see you on the big hunt like sir, like I don't see you at big hunt. That, like when I see you at big hunt, it's like oh you're headlining DC's best showcase and you'll do like twenty thirty minutes and then you're out. You don't hang out for the twelve thirty. Heckler shows are like you ain't funny. Is that bad? <laughs> no, it's I mean because oh, you at the end of the day. So bad. Well, no, nah, it's not. A, it wasn't meant to like you know. It was because I, I feel like you're cooking somewhere else. Like I feel like you're e- either uh, giving a sermon somewhere in the cut, <laughs> <laughs> just like working on your. Like, Let me try these new bits on these children on this on my <laughs> on, on this my church youth. on this choir. Yeah, you just running bits. But like Martin keeps saying that like you you don't be out like where else do you do like test out the material. I, I'm at church a lot. Yeah, I actually work at my church, so I'm a youth leader there. So, okay. like okay, so jo- you do you run your jokes by the kids then? No, <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were running. I know you're getting stage time somewhere, dog. Right. You can't open mic during service. Not open mics and be like just coming up with these new bits every time I see you. So it's like actually like my job description to like go into high schools and like check on the students, make sure their grades are up. Yeah, right. if they have any issues, I'm supposed to like go into the houses, make sure the parents good, make sure it's not an abuse situation and stuff oh, okay. like that. So like most of the time, if I'm not on stage, it's usually because I'm at church or I'm in somebody's house or right. checking on something but it's weird cause alright so Martin alright I owe a lot of what I'm doing now to Martin okay cause Martin I was working for the government mm-hmm. and Martin was like yo let's go to lunch I was like bet he was like yo bro 
you messing up. <laughs> why, why are you not a big hunt? Yeah. Why are you not like we need to yeah. see you around? Because yeah, yeah. like yeah. I see what you're doing, but nobody knows who you are. Right. So I was like, what? I know everybody. And then I showed up to open mic, like, oh, I know nobody. Yeah. I know none. I know none yeah. of the people here. Um. So like, in terms of like coming to mics with finished products, mm-hmm. it's just a different process for me because I. Open micing is a little different for me. Like, I want to make sure I have what I want to say first yeah. down before I, like, I kinda, I just want to make sure it's, like, true before I test to see if it's funny. No, that's real. Mm. So, like, there are jokes where I, like, I was like, I hate them because they're funny, but it's like, I don't like the way they they represent certain things. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and even I'll have people, like, hit me to stuff like, yo, that's not historically accurate or, like, you might want to research that some more. Yeah. So, I, like, it, it's, it's like oh, I don't want—I don't even want to talk about that anymore now. Because it's real. like it's not like I did a joke. <clears throat> dang, I did an Emmett Till joke when I first started comedy. Yeah, that's why—that's very ambitious for the uh, listeners tuning in. So, <laughs> but you know, Emmett Till joke—your first year of comedy. You is, know what uh, it is though? Like, I studied theater, so the cap that people have for like what they can do and what they can't—I okay. never had it. Okay. Like, I don't even know. So, what your range is coming from a theater standpoint. I. It, like, I played Emmett Till in the play. <clears throat> I could do a bit about him. Like Right. It's like, because it's true, yeah. so I don't feel uncomfortable talking about it. Do you think your theater background played a role in your performance on stage? Absolutely. I, I, I knew that. Before Absolutely. I just you knew it. Why'd you ask? Because I, <laughs> I wanted the listeners, because I see yeah. Kason perform a lot. Now, yo, yeah, you're very animated like on Bruh. stage. Yeah. He's got it down to a science. He told me some, some he, put, he hit me to some game about... Um, even where you stand on the stage mm. has a meaning. Like mm. when you want, like when you, you move to the center, when you want, it's like when you move, it has a meaning when you move, so to the, you, when you move to the right a little bit. Just yeah. naturally you read left to right. Right, so, right, right. So right. The, most, the most powerful place on stage from a performer standpoint is downstage right. Cause that's where the point where you say uh, that one. Yeah. Say that one more time for the for the. I know there's like at least. I listen time, up, a lot, listen a up, take listen, notes, listen to that. Someone's gonna come out with an article like, <laughs> absolutely not true. <laughs> I true. Dave Chappelle like some stupid comedian. <laughs> I feel my whole special upstage left is idiot. Um, <laughs> but that's a theater. That's a, that comes from the theater. So like downstage. Yeah. So you read left or right. Right. So like naturally the eye catches things left before he catches it right. Right. So if a performer is facing the audience, mm-hmm. the most powerful place for you to stand, if you want to start talking about something, would be yeah. downstage right. Yeah. And then when you want emphasis, you stand center. So when you're doing like a heartfelt moment, yeah, center. I'll, come, I'll come back center. So like. Uh, the shoebox killer joke. Like yeah. I'll, I'll most of the time always tell that center stage with the mic and the mic. Bro, uh, wow. we did. Kason and I did. Sh- we did some a science show. to this. No, yeah, no, yeah, no, it's it real. Uh, I, and I told this to Bo earlier, but yeah. like um, we did a show in Woodbridge recently together, and um, Kason is one of the few comics who can make you cry laughing, and make you cry like in a most heartfelt way because he'll he'll go from like material to then he'll just tell you a story about. You know, fam, like a family, have a family moment that'll be so like just heartfelt. Then you're like, damn man, I just got teary eyed. Like that's mm-hmm. that's like a testament to his his just performing ability. You know what it is? I I've been fortunate, like I was saying earlier, I've been so fortunate to have people who like 
hit me to the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in the theater background, like my professor, Al Freeman, he said something that literally shapes everything I do. Mm-hmm. And it, yo, I promise, it sounds so stupid and so simple, but it's so right. He's like, yo, listen, you got to perform from the understanding that the audience has no idea what they want. Damn. Only, yeah. only, only the you, you're in the way because you know what you want out of it. Right. But they don't know. Like if people come to a comedy show, it's a blank slate. They have no expectation, yeah. just to have a good time. So he's like, "Yo, if you want to tell a story in the middle of the show, just you Do can." It. The audience has there's nothing for them to be like, "What is this?" Yeah, right. The program says like, "There's no program." It's like it's a comedy show. Right, it's real. So like they the concept of like, like what what. Why are you telling the story or heartfelt or what? Where do you go yeah. from here? Like they 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 know nothing. We're yeah. the only people who know what's supposed to happen. Yeah, that's crazy. Isn't that wild? That's kind of tight. Yeah. But if you think that way, it opens you up to be like, because a lot of times we'll be in a place like you know, like you have your set list, you right. know the transitions. <laughs> right. They have no idea what the transitions right. are. They right. don't. They don't care <laughs> that you real. seamlessly like segued into the next joke. They yeah. just know. Sometimes that was weird. You, you can hurt yourself by mm. having a set list and being too like uh, mechanical. Yeah. It's not organic. That's what you know. That's 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 a very good point. Uh, Kason, take us back to to Jersey City. Oh man, your 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 hometown. You yeah, know what man. Mean? Young Kason coming up, high school, <clears throat> high school years. Describe what high school was like. Was, were you like on a scale to zero to the wire? What was your experience? <laughs> Zero to the wire? Yeah. Wire being like the most hoodest experience. Because, you know, when you hear Jersey City, you hear, you know, you think. Car like, robberies. Yeah, you think like the worst. I had the to worst. freestyle with sounds and backgrounds <laughs> in the background. Yeah. Um, the gunshots was my beats. Right? <laughs> 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 I didn't have an option. Right. <laughs> uh, the jokes of the NBA. All right. So, Jersey City, yeah. it's like, it's like almost like an inception kind of thing. Because, like, it, I grew up in the hood, but mm. I was so sheltered that okay. like. So was there any chance of you going left with like some like hood on some? No, not, not there was one never chance. at one. Moment. My mom would have beat every single hood thing out of me. Okay, so yeah. you was from day one just the. Like all my cousins were like super hood. Like okay. I still yeah. have cousins in gangs and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, so you had did you had exposure to some of that? Oh like, yeah. At, at so like there was exposure, but now you not never got con- contaminated with the. My block was like the block that the police came to chase the people who did the crimes. Oh, got you. So like okay. nobody got shot on my block. Yeah. But you would see people like hopping the walls. Like yo, if you Word. get the if you get the clerk. Street, like you yeah. be all right. Okay, huh. it was really like hood adjacent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to James Davis and the show Hood Adjacent. Yeah, <laughs> and then when I was twelve, my mom got married. I came home from my eighth grade graduation party, and my stuff was boxed up. And then we went to Delaware the next day. Whoa! For what? What grade? I graduated from eighth grade. Eighth grade. Oh! And my first day of high school was, was in Delaware. Yeah, it was my first week of. <laughs> living in Delaware. Holy shit. And there's nothing in Delaware. Yo. It's like nothing but Joe Biden. <laughs> it was nuts. I went okay. to high I went to high school and it was I mean it's Delaware. Everything you think Delaware is, it is. It's yeah. it's it's saved by the bell. You know what it is? It's the episode of Saved by the Bell when the whole chorus sings. Like <laughs> <laughs> where like AC Slater, this dude that's been built up to be the roughest, toughest right. dude, is doing an alto solo. Right. Then there's some one random black dude with a box cut. <laughs> right. It's a little like his hair's a little curly. Were you that kid? I was that kid. I was, <laughs> All right. I was a kid. theater kid. That's I played good. tennis for three years. I tried to play football. I got hit. I quit. Okay. 
Keeping it real. I hit it and quit it. That's right. And uh, and then I came to Howard. I was a theater kid. In, in Delaware, right? Yeah. Okay. So that's what got you into theater. Fast forward to Howard U. Yo, uh, fast forward to Howard University. Um, and then I studied theater down here. Crazy story how I got to Howard. That's a whole nother story. But um, but what was you listening to on the playlist? We had to get the playlist. Yeah, so we got to get a playlist going because yeah. I'll be doing so a, Delaware, a mix based on what you listened to in uh, high school. Red Hot Chili Pepper swag. Yo, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. No, no, no. I was never there. <laughs> I, got, I, was there. <laughs> I was like, wait. Nah. We're having a breakthrough moment. So, like, I, all right. So, mom, all right. Let me say this. High school playlist. What year was it when in high school? You were 05? I graduated 05. Okay. okay. We're the same. We're all the same yeah. age. And my, my mom my mom raised me like black. Word. Mm. I mean, obviously, if you see my set, it's not a surprise. You know what I'm saying? This is not news to anybody. Hassan Wilson is definitely black, guys. (laughs) No, like, to the point where, like, my mom got upset because I kept getting these books. Like, we were going, like, my history book. Yeah. She would be reading it, and she'd be, like, so upset. Would she give you, like, her own history lesson? Like, today's history lesson. No, like, on weekends, I would have to stay inside and do book reports. Like, autobiography of Malcolm X. Word. Benjamin Banneker. Like, I would have to do, like, like, during the summer, like, I did not play outside. Word. I would have to stay in and do book reports before I can go outside. Jeez. It was like yeah. it was like OD. Yeah. So playlist, high school playlist. Um, all right. So I feel like when we went to high school, it was like an ill time in life. It was. Like it was, yeah. we were cool when Chappelle show was cool, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can't take that away from me. Mm-hmm. Nope. You can have it live in color. You can have Martin. I'm right. good, bro. Yeah. When the print sketch came out, I was there, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like I was in gym yeah. class the night after, like. Like, yeah. he's, like when he stepped on the couch, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so I am, all right, so my high school playlist, I feel like this is just me. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm a big Buster Rhymes fan. Word. Okay. Um, Nelly and the and the St. Lunatics were a uh, big hey, deal. We just you, talk about If you play too, yeah. Chingy right there, right <laughs> now, bro, like I'm good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I, I feel like at the tail end of my high school career mm-hmm. is when like D4L, Laffy Taffy started. Ooh. Like the South <laughs> Movement. Howard, yo, my, uh, my homie Howard. Turn the I don't know. I still have Yard Howard with the Laffy Taffy would go crazy. You just see. Yo, Yard Fest in general was nuts, bro. That was my. I went to Yard Fest once and Laffy Taffy came on that jump was like a, everyone was in sync I was like this is the coolest shit I've ever seen in my life <laughs> nothing will make you feel blacker than watching like 10,000 black people just dance yeah swag sir I was, I was yeah. at the it's, I, yeah. yeah it's just nothing like it I was at the 2012 Yard Fest at the time I was filming it and um, I was on stage and that I don't know if you remember the 2012 Yard that Fest that Drake yeah. yes that was the yes, year it, yes it was Drake pulled up Meek Mill. I opened up uh, for him that year, Beanie, by the way. Uh, Hold on, wait a minute. What? Just saying, just saying. You, you were on you were on Yard Fest that year? I didn't I didn't do Yard Fest, but we were doing a, a show with my boy Des at a stadium. Word. And Drake and Future were like headlining the show. Well, it was actually Future headlining. Drake was like a special guest. Like we didn't even know he was coming. He just popped out of nowhere. But um, yeah, nice. opened up for these. It was wild. For these, it was pretty. Yard yeah, Fest is crazy. For tight. anyone, the Yard Fest is like the Howard Homecoming. Uh, every year they they do it on campus and it's the biggest names. Biggie rapped about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, come on, it's it's crazy. Biggie rapped about it. And so during Howard, that's when you got into. That's when you started dabbling in uh, comedy. Yeah, yo. So um, my third year, my acting professor was Al Freeman Jr. Mm-hmm. He's the he's the guy that played uh, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad in Spike Lee's Malcolm X. Oh, word. Word. that yeah, was like my yeah, acting yeah. professor oh, the last shit. two years. So it's like my mentor, bro. Man, so, was he the one with the squeaky voice? 
I know it. Yeah. 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 He had a very distinct. Is that how he talked in real life? No. That's a very distinct. But he's like a beast actor. He has like. Yeah. Elijah Muhammad didn't talk. Did, he, did Elijah Muhammad talk like that? <clears throat> similar. Okay. Yeah, it's similar, oh, so very similar. I would imagine. Yeah, he did it. Because once he got older, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Word. But um, that's that's a cool. I didn't know that. Yo, all. super ill, bro. That, that is ill. Yo, when I tell you, like, I can literally tell you nuggets he told me my that's, whole life. That's got to give you confidence as a student when your teacher was in one of the best just films. Autobiographic movies. Autobiographic like ever. Yeah. Directed by the best, one of the best directors okay, all right so spike me, lee quite the opposite Denzel washington hmm. quite the opposite okay so like he gave you such a humility for working mm. that you never so like in his office his naacp award for malcolm x yeah was like under papers Word. like like the dustiest thing in his office and we like yo yeah. you you have an up like you have an naacp image award like you be <laughs> You beat Denzel for your award. Like, why do you why do you not put it somewhere? And he was like, "Yo, I I did the work. I don't need the award." Damn, I like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah, no, I Damn. like that, man. Well, he's like, Damn. "Yo, I, 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 did he the, teach uh, the, Chadwick Boseman?" Yes. Was he was Chadwick your class? No, he was way before. Chad was like forty five or something like that. Damn. Well, okay, he's way older. Oh wow, he got yeah, but so like. I mean, he would give like super nuggets all the time. Yeah. So like we were. That was pretty profound. What you just said. That's why I was like, I did the work. No, he's I like, yo, the the, the work yeah. should be your award. Like he, he's always in the mindset. That's why I'm gonna tell. I just want to tell all the kid people at open mics. <laughs> I did the work. I don't need to talk about being on television, even though I do every uh, every chance I get. I'm like, I'm on True TV. <laughs> yo, we would do like we would do like monologues in his class, and um, you would finish the monologue, and everybody be like, yo, you killed it, you killed that was dope. <laughs> Yeah. And he'd be like, yo, come see, come to my office after class. And I'll come to his office. Like, that's when you got your chest all poked out. You ready? Right. Like, finally, he's been riding me all semester, bro. Like, I finally killed this monologue. And he was like, You happy with yourself? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Um, he's like, Are you happy with yourself? Yeah. I'm like, Yeah. I'm I was actually pretty happy with myself. <laughs> and he was like, All right, well, can you do a um can you do a Broadway run? Will you do that same exact performance? 200 days straight then come see me damn it's like you dirty nigga <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's, it's just it's, but he it's like this thing where it's, it's always you should always be in this position to like want to grow and be better like yeah. you can't you can't be satisfied with yourself that's like real. Nah. Nah, that's real that's like the tough dad that's why like, yeah he's just, that's he's why just trying to teach you martin and i have conversations all the time about like just the process of growing that's yeah. why like yep. you kill one time or you you the king of open mics is like nobody cares about right, that that's right there's people going to iowa and killing like right, there's yeah. people kevin hart is out here putting fifty thousand people in seats like right there's a there's a sense of growth that you just have to have all the time so um i don't know how no no it was all right. they're all gems but all gems nelly Buster rhymes i think put your hands where my eyes can see just me personally. I mm -hmm. think that was middle. top five hip hop beats of all time. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Nah, I, I, I'm not gonna argue. Yes, I'm not gonna argue. Oh, I ball respect you so much. Like, yeah, I, no, no, no. I mean so much. Because yeah. because like I think the that Buster Rhymes, but that was like more middle school. Chingy was more. I remember because we're the same school. age. Yeah, Chingy, I, I'm glad you said because that's very honest. That's very honest. Yeah. Of our time period. We had a that our high school musically mm -hmm. was a weird time because there was like a time where these artists that would never get that far. Cause like Atlanta had it for like a hot second, 
Yeah. They, were, they were putting out some, it was some, like the Laffy Taffy D4, like that joint, mm-hmm. that should yeah, have never gotten that, that far <laughs> in mainstream music. <laughs> Damn. But, that, but we had to claim it. Yeah. Uh, we had to claim it. Um, it's, it's such a weird time though, because. Fabulous had it for a second. Like Usher Confessions, I think, was around. Yeah, was that? yeah. That was high school. Was yeah, that high school? That was high school. I feel like Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys had Fallen, yep, Fallen kind of happened yeah. around that time. Yep. I want to say Music Soul Child Love was around that time. Yep, or maybe a little yep, before. Yep. No, it was that time. And then, oddly enough, I just want to say, like, 50 just had this ridiculous run. 50 had this crazy run. And then... Kanye, Kanye kind of was cooking a little bit. Was it Kanye and then Wayne? Kanye came, I feel like Kanye was like came some, in 05, like right when we were leaving high school. College dropout. College dropout yeah, came college out. That's like probably 05. why I missed so much. But yeah. it was like a moment where like Wayne couldn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Was yeah. that? He had this, after, this, Yeah, this was, this was after high school. It was like, like Carter this was, three. This was, I feel like this was college for me. Like when Wayne was just kind of hitting the strides, like the mixtapes yeah. dropping. The Millie yeah. joint. Yeah, all that was just like, because I was driving to those, so I couldn't be. I wasn't in high school yet. We'll make sure we get you a nice little case on mix. But I got, I got Yo, if you give me Usher, yeah, yeah, and then Ooh. Nelly, Air Force Ones. Okay, okay. Stomping in. Or like, if you wanna go and take a ride with me. Oh, that was like number one. Zoop zoop. Music video channel. It's vulnerable yet still, still masculine somehow. Because Ei was in seventh grade. Ei, Ei. Seriously. Yeah, <laughs> that was and before two thousand. Oh, yeah, yeah, yep. it was. Mm-hmm. I remember because there was like every song. Well, it wasn't before two thousand. A lot of his songs, I have like, uh, there's like, I had, I had like moments, like yeah. the Bone Thugs, nineteen ninety nine joint, fourth grade. That was like a moment. Jeez. Lauren Hill, uh, the Fugees, yeah. the Fuji, uh, the um, the album that when the first the drop it was Fuji like Light. that was that was yeah, yeah Fuji like that was like that was my fourth grade experience because that was my my brother my older brother would introduce it to me. <laughs> So that was, I remember like dates very specifically. Yeah. That's like I remember. I remember when Biggie died. It was '97. Like I was like I remember not knowing who Biggie was, and then someone telling me Biggie died, and then learning who Biggie was the moment he died, and then learning about his music. Yeah, you know what it is about Biggie that people don't realize. Mm-mm. Biggie has the best after death introduction in hip hop oh, history. Yeah, he's the one person where it's like, this is Biggie. You don't know him, but mm-hmm. he was amazing. He was. And then you play his music, and you're like, like, holy shit. That's, <laughs> this is incredible. Yeah. From not knowing him to, like, legend. Like, right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, big deal. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's weird, man. So um, we got a K-Song mix at the end of this episode. Oh, yeah. And I'm down. That's coming. And then, uh, you have to play a gospel song, too, though. Just okay, Kirk Franklin. So any Kirk Franklin. Kirk Franklin. Why does everybody just go straight with Kirk Franklin? <laughs> like you guys, I, I was driving. That's like, was like the go to. No, uh, was it Mary Mary? Did, did it? Yeah, Mary Mary had yeah, a joint. Yeah, Kirk I'm Franklin gonna... is like the uh, token uh, black gospel artist. <laughs> <laughs> like if there's a such thing, everybody's <laughs> like, I got one. Kirk Franklin. Like it's, Mary Mary is dope. Ty Tribbett is dope. I don't know. Oh yeah, you just gotta. But I remember Mary Mary though. I, like, do your I had some joints. I had some joints. Yeah, but do do some JJ Hairston. I mean, JJ it's yeah. I get y'all hit. All right, give me a yeah, man. We yeah. talked. We covered the uh, the open mics. We covered the trenches. Now we got to fast forward to the accolades. Um, the last comic standing, uh, Kason, uh appeared on NBC's Last Comic Standing. I want to say in two thousand fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the season when uh, Roseanne Barr was the judge with uh, Mark, uh, Norm McDonald, Norm McDonald and, and Keenan Ivory Wayans. Yeah. That's hmm. crazy. Wanda son. Sykes produced it. Wanda Sykes, and I know you got a Wanda Whoa. Sykes. You had a Wanda Sykes moment. Yo, it was nuts. Yo, I'm. I promise, I'm like so weird, and I know it. <laughs> it's not that you're weird. It's just that you're just a, a comedian, and uh, most comedians 
have these uh, quirks that we don't get, you know, besides like, unless you're on a podcast talking about it, no one really, <laughs> we don't have, it's not like I go out and hang out with comics and have these like in-depth <laughs> conversations about what's your, what, what was you listening to in high school, dog? Like, yeah. we don't have these conversations. I don't, I never have these conversations. It's just stuff that just be like different to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like the comic um, syndrome where you're like, hey, how are you? And they're like, I'm good. That's I just right. did three shows at the improv. It's like, yeah, that's right. Yeah. How are you, bro? Like, <laughs> yeah, is your grandmother <laughs> dying? Like, I, how are you as a person, bro? Like, yeah. what's wrong that's, with you? But that's regular because we because we be at, at the same. It's like Groundhog's Day. We go, we wake up, we do our routine, we wait till eight o'clock hits, and then we hit, we check in at the at the, the local spot that we're going to run our material. So it's like routine, and we, a lot of us see each other every night. So we just, as, for me, as long as we keep it like. Uh, uh, respect everything's respectful. Legit. That's a, that's ideal. That's yeah. that's as good as it in my book. That's as good as it gets. Yeah. Now, when you want to talk about how's your, that's like like we do, I think naturally we don't delve in because it's like all right, what's going like you know that's yeah. this is a little bit you're asking a little bit too much right now. Yeah. Like we we just we at the office. Yeah, it's saying you know what I mean this ain't <laughs> this ain't the time to really yeah. you yeah. know. You but know, why do, why do you say like that? Like you're weird for. Uh, Yo, because with the last comic standing experience, people asked me, like, how was it? Yeah. And it went by so fast that the, my biggest nugget, my biggest takeaway from it is actually talking to one of the Sykes after the fact. Yeah. Like, uh -huh. doing the show itself, yeah. it was great. I mean, being on that show, I still haven't watched it. Like, I can't watch myself on TV. I hate what? it. Because it's like, I just hate it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's the equivalent of The Rock watching a wrestling match of his. It's like, I know mm. what happened. Right. We rehearsed it. Right. Like, it just happened so fast. Like, literally, I was on the same season as, like, I, they, flew, I, they flew you out to L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, mean, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. Audition at the D.C. Improv. Got yeah. it. Flew you out. You're Now wow. you're in front of Roseanne. Wow. Norm McDonald, so, all right, there we are. Keenan right. Ivory Wayne. Yeah, so, we're, yeah. at, we're at uh, Universal Studios at uh, John Levitt's Comedy Club. I'm auditioning. Mm -hmm. I have to do the... Usually you have to do like the local callback, but they call and say, yo, we want you to do a producer's callback in LA. Can you come back? Yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll, I'll come out. I get to John Levitt's comedy club. Literally, it's just like one of these things where you just, people, it's like just some network executive who's like walking you down a hallway and then you turn a corner and then like stand there, stand there, stand there. All right, get up, do two minutes. Yeah. And it's not like you're doing 20 minutes, not 30. Like they get to see all your personality. Like, you get 120 seconds to like do it. Yeah. So um, I'm standing in the staircase. They're like, "You five, come with me now." So we're like, "All right, cool." Get there, and they're like, "Yo, they're, you know, the producers just want to check you out." I don't know what the producers mean. It's just you know, I'm, I'm going to do my set. Mm -hmm. Turn the corner. It's just dark, with just a light on me, like a spotlight, like it's a live yeah. show. I do my two minutes, and I just hear this laugh in the background, like "Ha, <laughs> DC," and I'm looking yeah. at like. Yo, that's Wanda Sykes. <laughs> like she's yeah. she's at my callback. <laughs> like she was there. Yeah. So I'm looking like for those who don't know, Wanda Sykes is from. Uh, she started here in DC. Yeah, she's like from here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Peach. I think uh, Marilyn. She Marilyn. Her her family was like a military family. So she like yeah. She grew up on the base. And they were. I knew they were filming the callback. Mm -hmm. And I know Wanda went to Hampton. Mm -hmm. 
dope. So I wore my Howard sweatshirt thinking like, yo, if they record it and she just happens to see it, yeah. maybe that might be like something where she will pay attention to it. Right. So she's like, Howard, I went to Hampton. <laughs> but this is before I'm doing my set. So I'm like, we're talking. I'm like, ma'am, I really, I love you so much. But please, because you're going to make me bomb just talking to y'all. I'm not going to remember nothing. Like, So I do the set, leave. The lady's like, you did a, such an amazing job. Yeah. Da, da, da. She opens another door. She's like, thank you so much for your audition. I walk out the door. I'm outside. <laughs> like, that was it. Yeah. Like, no, like, we'll call you. Like, literally, she opened the door. And I was like, oh, should I go in here? She's like, yeah, you should definitely, you, you should go out this door. <laughs> and I'm outside. Like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm like, no lie. Exit Hollywood. <laughs> I, I'm in the standing line for Fuddruckers. No, like, no lie. Like, I'm legit, like... No, it was a Johnny Rockets. So, like, I'm in the Johnny. I walk out my Wanda Sykes experience, and I'm, like, in line to go into Johnny Rockets. So, so. You're selling burgers now, son. Uh, yo, it was so ill. So, I go back to the hotel. I'm, yeah. like, emailing the producers, like, did I do something wrong? Why did y'all just kick me out? She's, like, the audition's over. Like, yeah. I get back maybe, like, two months later. I get just a random call from an unrestricted number, like, mm -hmm. welcome to season nine. So, I'm, like, yo, Whoa. that's dope. Damn. They're like, yo, we'll let you know. I don't hear nothing for another two months. Yeah. And they email me like, some guy calls me. <clears throat> well, not some guy. But a producer from NBC calls me and is like, hey, when you trying to leave? I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> when, when do you want to fly out? Yeah. Like, all right. I'll fly it on Tuesday. They're like, all right, come on. Come on Tuesday. Get there. It's cool. Nice hotel. All that <laughs> stuff. But like with stuff like that, like yeah. it's hard for me to enjoy it. Because mm. it's like I know I'm here to do something. I'm like I'm here to do a thing. Yeah. Like I'm not here to like. I'm not. It's not it a was your, it, that was your first uh, TV ex experience. Yeah. So that was like I think the first time it was, was always all the, so new to me. It was all yeah. And that's what Laugh Tracks was kind of like for me. But they we they take us to the studio and put 25 of us in a room. Yeah. And I'm sitting there with like Dominique and Rob Hayes and like all these people, and then they're like, "All right, you five, come on," and then they they mic you up. And I'm, st I'm literally standing backstage with, like, nothing. Just people walking by, camera people, just nobody's acknowledging you. And then somebody hands me a mic and it's like, yo, Anthony's going to ask you a question. So Anthony Jeselnik, who's hosting. Who's hosting this season. So he's like, five, four, yeah. three, two, one. They throw me out there. Anthony's like, give it up for this dude from D.C., Kason Wilson. And the dude's like, come on, go, go, go. And I'm like, yeah. wait, this is Last Comic Standing? <laughs> like, is this, Am yeah. I doing Last Comic Standing right now? And I go out, I do my joke. And it's almost unreal. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's not Keenan Ivory Wayne's. Like, that's not Roseanne. What time yeah. was it? Maybe like four o'clock in the afternoon. Four o'clock in the afternoon. He's performing two minutes for a packed theater of actors. Of actors. But like people. People yeah. like who want Extras. Be, yeah, yeah. Extras. So, Clapping, cheering. And they give you your critiques right there. Keenan's like, you're a great writer. You're a great performer. I just want to see you do da 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 da. Roseanne is like, da da da. Norm McDonald's like, I want to, can I give you a tag for your joke? And then the producers are like, clap, 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 clap. <laughs> <laughs> we need more and clapping. Then, and then you walk out, and it's the same door I walked out for that audition. And I was outside, like, <laughs> just in some random place. And then a bus. And then you find out who the top ten was. And mm. it's just, it was a wild experience. So, so long story short, it was between me, Rob Hayes, and LeVar Walker mm -hmm. for the wow. top ten in our group. LeVar gets it. And they're like, thank you so much. They have to do, like, press with the top ten. Yeah. And 
like upcoming season stuff. So the rest of y'all who didn't, you know, kind of move on, you know, y'all can get in the van and they'll take y'all back to the hotel. So the van is like honking, like, yo, can you come on? Like everybody else is in there, like all depressed and calling their mom and telling people they couldn't comedy. <laughs> so I was like, I didn't come this far not to like talk or network yeah, or right. talk to people. So I was like, yo, I'm not leaving until I talk to Wanda. Right. Mm -hmm. So they're like, she's the executive producer. You just can't talk to Wanda. I'm like, I'm not leaving until I talk to Wanda. <laughs> like, bring her out here and let me talk to her. So I end up like running inside and she's like standing there. I'm like, hey, yeah. you saw my whole set. Like, what did you think? And she was like, yo, is this your first time doing TV? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, all right, cool. You know, you got a lot to learn. You're funny, but you're not here to be funny. Like mm. when you do TV, yeah. like you did one long joke. You did a three-minute joke about having a made-up black name. And like when you do TV, just consider doing smaller jokes so people can get to know you. So they want to hear, are you a son? Are you a grandson? You went to a black school. Like <coughs> there's so much more to you. Mm -hmm. G people come to comedy clubs to see you be funny. Mm. People watch you on TV to see who you are. Mm. So she was like, Facts. like you were trying to, you came here to be funny, yeah. but the people who had done TV are doing like, like these super, super abbreviated version of yeah, all their my jokes. Fam, my family's right, right. from here. I'm an like, immigrant. Like, uh. They're doing characters. And my yeah. grandmother, and yeah. impersonating their grandmother. Like, so they're doing all of this stuff. And I'm like, well, this is the set that got me here. So I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. Right. And mind you, you have to like type out your whole set. The producers have to like <clears> read <throat> through it. Like NBC may not endorse Burger King. So they're like, yeah. you can't say Burger King. You have to say fast food restaurant. So like I'm rehearsing word for word my joke and da 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 da. And people who had done it before, they just like, right? Like, yeah, I typed the email, but I'm not, I'm not doing it. Like, it's like, I'm like, what? You can't yeah. do that. The producers, and like, <laughs> are you new? Like, who's this kid, man? Yeah. And uh, that was such a. That's why I said like I'm weird because yeah. my biggest takeaway is Wanda like taking me to the side and being like, yo, here's my number. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, this is this is what TV is for. Yeah. Next right. time you, next time you do TV, this is what you do when you get on TV. Like. You're funny. Yeah, they'll find they'll find you in the comedy clubs. Yeah. you can do your whole set. You can do all your jokes. You can do in and out. When you do TV, like just that, get to that it. Would, and that was your first TV experience. Fast forward two years later. Yeah, <clears throat> no, maybe three. 2017. Yeah, you auditioned for True TV's Laugh Tracks. Yeah, that's nuts. Bob Sumner's new show. We auditioned for. We True auditioned TV's Laugh here in DC. Talk to him. You know. Now, the audience knows I, I've talked about laugh. You know, being, I, I got, I, I got, a, I got a couple. Tell us two black ladies you did laugh track. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me. I knew I was there. Tell Nobody them. fucks with <laughs> you. <laughs> but Bob Sumner fucks with me. <laughs> Young man, we gonna give you a call. We'll be in contact. <laughs> oh, That's what's up, man. Shout out to Bob Sumner, man. Yeah, yeah no, nah, that was uh, laugh tracks was an experience too. They took, yeah, man. It was, for me, the coolest thing was to be in L.A. Obviously taping, it was my first experience being on TV, but mm. I got to be there with two of my fellow D.C. comedian homies, Kason, one of them, and then the other one, Tim Miller. Uh, that was like, it was special, man, to be like, you know, like in a room with, filled with other comedians from across the country, New York, L.A., Yamanique Saunders was there, yeah. um, Rachel Feinstein was there. Red Grant. Red Grant. Mark yeah. Pierre. It was like a whole. It was like an all star, and then and then. But I'm there with like my homies from like RFD and the Draft House. Yeah, and we just like we in the trenches. Wasn't that nuts, bro? The whole thing, getting the shape up, getting like makeup done, wardrobe, uh, 
But it was cool. I, I, I was very fortunate that I had you guys there. Bo uh, overslept and didn't oh, show man. up. He was, he's still mad at me. Because LA, for, he was out there. Out. Yeah. Uh, Bo was out there. and I Wait, was like, I never saw you. He never came. I never came because I was, <laughs> I was stuck at my boy's house. Yeah, uh, he's just making Where? Down the street from where we were. Yeah, he just he's didn't show up. I'm sorry. Yeah, nah, I've, I've apologized so many times. But he only apologized does. twice. But it's not official. Yo, Bo, you don't. You live a life that nobody knows <laughs> yeah, about. That's bro. real. Then the last episode, <laughs> then you own like a field of goats or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. Yo, Aren't you like yo, a prince? Yo, <laughs> no, I'm so serious. In Dylan's episode, then they reveal that you you're a prince. It was revealed in the episode. Not two, a prince. No, not a prince. <laughs> and don't you don't your family own like a no. hybrid field of emu and goats or something? It's <laughs> <laughs> like quinoa, yeah. <laughs> organic. It's like some mangoes that no one's ever seen before, like orange. <laughs> He's a banana hobbyist. That's yeah. why he, oh, he knows man. he's well off. I mean, I just, I just keep shit on the low, man. I don't want people knowing all my shit. All the suitors will uh, you know, start getting out. You know how I knew you were rich? <laughs> you say something that only the rich people say. <laughs> what? When, when Dylan was like, bro, are you are you rich? He said, you know, you know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're doing good. <laughs> That's what only rich people say. He had that African high pitch. You know, we, oh, man, no, man. You know we, we're, not, we're not doing bad right now. He's like, like what, what is rich? What? <laughs> <laughs> Define we're, we're definitely not Which rich, accounts? <laughs> we're definitely not rich, man. It's all right. Yeah, it's man. all right to admit. So wait, you were there? Did you come? I wasn't. I was in L.A. Um, so what was I in L.A. for? You were just out there. Yeah, I think you was yeah. out there chilling. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah, me and my, yeah, I was just out there with my boy Q. Turns out, <laughs> which makes it worse. <laughs> I know. Like, look, I and I, I'm sorry. I kept. No, it's all I, good. I've been no, telling him I'm sorry for the. No, longest. no, no, it's all good. We, but we, we're pa- we moved past it. Yeah, I was out there. And were I, you supposed did, to be at the taping? I, I told him I was gonna be, and I didn't make it. Yeah, and it sucked because uh, it was our homie Jamel's birthday the day before, and we were trying to all get together. He's making this m- so much yeah, worse. Yeah, now nah, it was so yeah. many. There's so many. I apologize. I d- I d- I this is my fault. I shouldn't have nah, done this. It's, it's all good. We didn't plan this. It's fine. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah. Yeah, now nah, this was planned. <laughs> Yo, I just, I just saw Jamel when I went out to L.A. When, when, when were you in L.A.? I was in L.A. Uh, last month. Oh, that's dope. And uh, my wife and I went out there to just go visit. And Jamel did this house show yeah. at this dude's mansion. That's amazing. Word. It was nuts. Sounds like some Jamel shit. Yo, Jamel <laughs> is like super ill, bro. Like, Jamel is static shock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, he's hood, yeah. but he's also like a free spirit at the same time. Yeah. So, like, yo, when I walked into the show, he was sitting on a dog. What? On what? stage, telling jokes. What, what? I know, I know. I cannot explain it. Like <laughs> episode like six when Jamel comes on, like let tell him. <laughs> We're gonna like, have to footnote Jamel sitting on dog. Jamel, can you bring uh, explain? Yo, he literally. So it's like it was in his living room, but yeah. he brought me. It's in a house, so like he it's a mansion, like this huge house, right? And he he comes. He walks me in through this back door, and then like there's like this curtain, and he just goes behind the curtain, and he like <laughs> he like gently like. <laughs> pushes my chest out so I don't follow him and then I look behind the curtain like why did he just push me like gently to like yeah. you know when somebody touch your chest right. to the point where it's like you vulnerable and your voice softens <laughs> up but you're like why did my voice just soften up like yeah that? he did that to me and I look out the curtain <laughs> and he was sitting on a dog but the dog was like up chilling and Jamel is like sitting on the dog <laughs> telling jokes and by the time I realized what was happening he introduced me to come on stage 
But then the dog didn't move. Like, he got off the dog and walked away. And the dog just sat there. It was so ill, bro. And I'm allergic to dogs. Like, it was just... Yeah. It so was much. just an ill environment. Oh, but it's like... Man. It's like man. unapologetically Sh- Jamel. Shout right. out to Jamel Johnson, man. <laughs> Overachiever alumni. We, uh... Kason and I, we got a show coming up in Miami. July 7th. Yeah. Seminole Theater. Yeah. Kason's headlining. I'm featuring... Bo might show up. He might not. He might forget. <laughs> but uh, for anyone out in Miami, such an ill-advised shot. You know, <laughs> hey man, he had to take it. Look, it's all good. That's yeah, gonna be nuts. Yeah, that's gonna be a good show. Um, I'm look. Are you looking forward to that? I'm very. I always keep my expectations very in the middle. I'm always like, I try. I, I'm very. I don't know whether it's because of comedy's done this to me, mm. but I don't get. My highs are never so high, and my lows are never too low. I'm always like try to be in the middle because uh, the moment you start building shit up, that's when uh, that's when you get really disappointed. I'm actually kind of down for the disappointment. For real? I, I have a Google Drive folder just the shows that I've killed on, just in case. Really? <laughs> no, okay. like legit. I can show you. <laughs> I, I have a I have a yeah. Google I have a Google folder called Funny Time, and I just watch it every time a set doesn't go right. Man, because I'm like, yo. Cause sometimes you just gotta remind yeah, yourself, yeah. like I'm oh, still, yeah, nah, I'm that dude, so I'm the shit. Yeah, no, All like right. legit, I have literally have a folder of wow. sets that <laughs> yeah, I can pull. I'll watch it based on the set. So if yeah. I bomb in church, I'll just go to that one. <laughs> <laughs> you got some RFD clips in that joint, bro. Yeah. Yo, sometimes I got my proposal on here. If my wife ain't happy, that was a fun For show, man. Uh, that was fun. Wait, so you proposed on stage? Yeah, I created I the there. show so yeah. I could propose. That's amazing. I was I perform. I feature. I was there. Holy I shit. took a picture of the the, uh, the engagement. I was like, I, I, I got some footage. I got, how long y'all married? How, how I sent you the footage. Oh, dope. How long y'all been married? Right, now? you know, you got the footage. Yeah, you got it. It's I somewhere. do. I do. I do. It's somewhere. We've been married six months. Six yeah. months last week. So I I knew I wanted to propose, but I wanted to surprise her. Yeah. yeah. But there's no way to surprise her because my family's <laughs> from out of town. Her family all lives here. Yeah. So mm. if her family comes, it's no big deal. But if my family shows up, she knows something right. Mm. So I made two shows. I did a six o'clock poetry show that I hosted. Yeah. And then I hosted. No. Yeah. No. Right. So I did a six o'clock poetry show that I performed at, mm-hmm. and then I did the eight o'clock comedy show that I hosted. Yeah. So I told all her family buy the tickets to the comedy show, and then, like. I'll promote the poetry show. Yeah. So the poetry show paid for the ring. <laughs> wow. Then the comedy show. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So um, it worked out, but I actually put a show together, like legit. So it was Martin, mm-hmm. Jason J- Weems. Jason Weems. Yeah. And me. Yeah. No. And um, oh, I'm tripping. Bro, I'm, be- I'm so mad right now. I can see it. Fran- and Frankie. That's right. So it's me, Martin, mm-hmm. Jason Weems, and Frankie French. That's a great yeah. line, Like, oh, we did like a show, and it was packed in there. And we did a show, and at the end, I just called her out and proposed. But I did want to do <laughs> wow, I didn't amazing. want to do like no yeah. fake show. I wanted yeah. to do like a real. <laughs> and I killed it, and I have the video evidence pulled up on my Google Drive. Hold up. Real not quick. to be confused. <laughs> <laughs> the two black women is not what was not for my show. <laughs> I, I, it's a separate show. It's on my Google Drive. Hold up. Let me pull it up. <laughs> That's crazy. You got 50 videos on your That's dope. I got audio. I mean, I record every audio set, but that's not the same as visual. No, I got like sets for like new jokes, but I mean like literally like these are the sets where that's me. Yeah, that's like dope, that's man. me at my best. That's yeah, I true. feel like everybody need like I feel like everybody try, needs to like yeah. see yeah. it. I try not to uh, to get caught up because it's a it's a I don't it's a managing ego. I don't know if that makes sense. It's yeah. like ego check. Like yo, stay like like your your teacher, your drama teacher was trying to like put you on game. Like now you can you do that. 
five times at the DC Improv, seven o'clock, nine o'clock, eleven o'clock, one. <laughs> it wasn't just him. Like yeah. all of my professors treated me like trash. All of us, but they in a in a good way. Like our yeah, first, I feel like that preps you for greatness. Dog. Freshman year, mm-hmm. a teacher came in, was like, "Yo, listen, who who wants to be a star?" Everybody raised their hand. He said, "Get out of my class!" Wow, <laughs> <laughs> yo, that's funny as shit. And he, I don't know, and he was like, "Get," he cussed us out, like, "Get that, get out of my class." And when, once we left, he locked the door behind us. Oh my like, god, that's dramatic. He was that like, "This, actually this class bit. is not for people who want to be a star. This is for people who want to be great." Wow. And then he was like, yo, listen, I'm going to tell y'all a story. Yeah. He was like, how much do you love theater? And we were like, we love it. He was like, all right, cool. My first show on Broadway, the night, my opening night, I got a call 30 minutes before showtime that my mom was dying. And my family offered to buy me a plane ticket, and I told them no. I said, do you love theater more than you, you want to see your mother die? Jesus Christ, man. He said, I miss my mom's. It was open at night. He said, yeah. I, miss, I miss seeing my mom die, and I missed her funeral. Because it was my first show on Broadway. I knew I wouldn't get it again. Do you love it that much? <laughs> yeah. That's what he said the first day of class? First orientation. Day of class. Yeah, that's... Uh, Yikes. On, on some, like... It's heavy. <laughs> like, we just left freshman he's like, orientation. Yeah, he's like, damn, I was, I was just, he's like, fuck. yo, I was just bullshitting y'all. I'm just saying, we, nah. that was a test. <laughs> test number one. Now nah, he was so serious. Like, shout out to Timmy Ray James. Like, yeah. legit, my mom had just dropped me off, like, eight hours before. Wow. Damn. And I'm walking in, this dude's like... Man. I didn't, I didn't see my mom die for the show. Do you, do you love it that much? If not, then get out. And change your major and find something you love that much, but you know, see what I'm saying? Yeah, like that's no, yeah. no, nah, nah, I, I get it. That mentality is what keeps somebody like Martin Amini like hitting up open right. mics every night, yeah. getting better, yeah. getting great. When you could sit on your laurels or you can act all indignant, but mm-hmm. it's like yeah. stuff like that is what keeps you working because you got people out here achieving greatness and they don't care about it. And, right. and, what you doing? And, and for me personally, it's like that's why I'm able to big up like like comedians like you because I, I actually like I, I was able to watch and learn from comedians like you. People look at me like, yo, they want what I am. I'm like, bro, there's so many levels to this shit. Like, Legit. I've learned Legit. from Kason, just watching. I've come to you and be like, dog, what what books do I, like, I remember a year, a couple years back when I saw, after your special taping, it was like two years ago, and I just watching your, like, 110 minute performance it felt like it was yeah, like 120 <laughs> from, it was almost no, two it, hours it was, almost two hours the raw the raw you talking about what we did at Howard yeah I just watched it it was an hour and 49 minutes yeah yeah, yeah it was crazy Jeez. like I ran up like my memory cards were like it was like <laughs> no no but like, it was like the shit my, the batteries were running like the memory cards were dying it was crazy it was some wild shit but uh, seeing him on stage for like damn near two hours and, and crushed like that it, it was. I was like, bro, like, how do I even start to get to that level? Like, I'm trying to get my 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes together, mm-hmm. 40 minutes together, and it's like, but there's like a level of performance I'm trying to get to. And he was just like, man, he, and he gave me some really good advice, some like books to read. Um, and like since then, I mean, I've been, I've been, you know, <clears throat> trying to get more. You saw, bro, you've been really growing, bro. You, you, you like low playing it for real. Like, nah, but I, but the, the, I was just I was trying I was trying to make. You know, it's a level I'm trying to achieve. Like, bro, we were on the same TV show. Like, what are you talking about? Like, yo, you see how he just trying to like. That's why in the beginning I was like, yeah. you're not gonna give me no accolades. The last TV show I did, you went up first before me. Like, nah, but Kason is the guy in. Uh, he's the guy in DC, man. Um, this was a dope. Thank you, man, for doing this. Uh, yeah, man. I want. I want to. Great pro- having you, bro. I want to promote. <laughs> is I this something promote- we can use in this? 
do we get something? Do we, we got enough? This news? is this is fire. I I want to promote your. <laughs> we can't talk. Can we talk or we can't talk about what's coming up for you? Your sure, your, we can talk your, about your, it. Your special. Yeah, let's talk about. Uh, it. Do we have a date? August fourth. August fourth. Uh, Kason's special is coming out. It's called My First Crack at It Live at Howard University. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Please look out for that, man. Make sure you follow uh, Kason. What's who your social? Who what's directed your? it? Oh. Directed by yours dun, truly. Dun, oh, okay. Dun, you see how you trying to swell? You know dun, what I'm saying? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> you know. Uh, well, yeah. people, don't even, people don't even know about the film background. They don't even know about that. I haven't really touched on that, but that's going to come. Better check that Vimeo. Yeah, man. Yeah. You better get hip. They don't know about the Dave Chappelle stamps. I got to talk about that. What? Can I tell you the Dave Chappelle stamps? No. Man. <laughs> You're not gonna drop it on my podcast episode. <laughs> Come on, bro. You gonna wait? Till, yo, if you drop it on Jason Weems' podcast episode, bro, I'm gonna be so pissed, bro. Don't, you better not wait for Tony Woods to come on here to tell yeah. some. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I got, I got, I got a chance to. Uh, I flew out to LA, 2016. I'm working on the Tony Woods project, and I was able to have a sit down with Chappelle at the Comedy Store, and Tony Woods helped arrange that, and uh, Sarah Mello also helped me. Uh, like at the time, like uh, arrange it, and I was in the green room with Dave Chappelle. I opened the door. It was like a whole theatrical the way it even happened because uh, Todd Rex <coughs> had to like help me get to the room and make sure it was okay with Dave because at that time, this is when he was right before all his Netflix specials were about to drop. And um, I remember first thing Dave said, like, "Hey man, that trailer you did for Tony Woods, that was amazing work." And I was like, <gasps> <laughs> "Can I get you on camera saying that?" <laughs> 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 and like the rest of the night was just like crazy. It was just him just saying those words as the first thing that he took down my like. I was like, he's like, hey man, let's because it was. I was meeting him to to interview him for the Tony Woods project, and um, he agreed to do it. And he, I was like, yo, can I? He's like, how do you want to do this? Uh, you want to meet this week? I was like, yeah. He's like, all right, what's your number? He took down my number. And uh, yeah, I'm. I'm uh, and it, was just, it was just surreal. I never heard this story. Yo, that cosign is incredible. It, uh, it was. Uh, you could dub that joint up. Yeah. I, I, Martin Amini's comedy. <laughs> That's amazing, man. <laughs> <It's> like, <Yeah. laughs> it, it was just something that I don't. I don't. I don't talk. Again, it goes back to staying in the middle, not getting too excited. Yeah. But the Chappelle, the Chappelle stamp is the. Uh, if there was anything to get excited it's about, it's a Chappelle stamp, man. Yeah. yeah what are you waiting for, like Ronnie Dangerfield stamp? <laughs> like, what's, what's, that's that's the stamp. But it was that that, that was that that was it was crazy because that came for the cameras. That came for camera work. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's not to say that like, oh, I'm like, uh, I got to get back to it. That's where um, we got work to do. You know what I mean? There's a lot more work yeah. to do. We're in the we're we're in the we're still in the process of building, man. So. We're gonna we're gonna end it on a on a let's keep building brick by brick by brick. brick. Uh, hey, hey. June fourteenth is gonna June be a 14th. really great brick. K Sound's gonna nice. headline the joint. The lineup's so crazy, dog. I didn't know I was headlining. You're you're closing so the way the way the showcase you're closing it out, but it's Lafayette like easily anyone on that like Matt <coughs> Rife, Lafayette, Dylan Meyer, I'm hosting. Um, That's such a strong lineup, man. It's, it's gonna be yeah. uh, it's Goodness gonna be uh, it's gonna be crazy, man. Um, <laughs> I'm going through my set tonight. We're, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna do oh and uh make sure you look out for uh Kason. we got some merchandise you know overachievers to anyone that comments on our episode because we've been getting so much feedback if you comment on our picture uh, that we're gonna drop on wednesday if you comment with a goat emoji yeah you know we're gonna i'm, I'm we're gonna comment goat emoji we're gonna give you a free overachiever seat we're oh gonna, you gotta we're, subscribe we're, too we're, we're, we're gonna select one of the goat emojis 
of a new subscriber and we're going to find you and we're going to drop off whatever overachiever t-shirt that you want you know it would be poetic what? if one of those black women posted the gold oh and they won God. the t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like we don't fuck with <laughs> but I'd be like here's your t-shirt because I am a man of my word uh, thank you guys for tuning in to the overachievers uh, if you rock with us man uh, let your friends know and if you don't rock with us let the streets know uh, you've been listening to Overachiever see you guys in the next episode peace peace up must come down but we ain't coming down it be them same old clowns giving you pound pretending they proud but when you leave time they go around running their mouth they something like a hater man talking bad about the players if i'm not gonna see you later man you can't be fronting until you confronted on if you don't like what's going on go on to another song because i keep a hater guilty my cars and my money are like man both them filthy from skipping and empty to fuel on full see i be high when my cargo bulls obey no rules to school you fools schoolboy er where we young dude news st louis like blues d miles and larry hughes and the young dude done pay young dude do do but yo what the hook gon' be see i don't need no fucking hook on this bc all i need is the track in the background my headphones loud keep the blunt going around and i'ma rip She 
check out the oil my Cadillac spills. Matter of fact, candy paint Cadillac kills. So check out the holes my Cadillac fills. 20 inch wide, 20 inch high. Hold on to like my 20 inch ride. 20 inch size, make 20 inch high. Hoping for American 20 inch Call me subwoofer, cause I pump bass like that jack on the off the track. I'm heavy cuz, ball to your fathers, you can duck to the Fetty Gov. Sorry my love, but I'm seeing through these eyes. Benz convoys with the wagon on the side. Only big boys keep deuces on the ride. Gucci Chuck Taylor with the dragon on the side. Man, I make a buck while I scram. I'm trying to show y'all who the fuck I am. Jews is flirting, be damned if I'm hurting. Legend in two games like I'm Pee Wee Kirkland. Platinum on the block with consistent hits. While Pharrell keep talking this music shit. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
so much more Caution when my lips just twitch to one side We don't, we don't flick, we stick and just ride and I Never gave a damn about popo Joe's so gangsta, make the songs about my fofo My, my, my fofo, fofo It gets worse, keep my thing when I visit the church I'm down with T.D. Jets and Kirk Franklin Better have my offering plate filled with Franklin's blasphemy I got cats that are blasting me Rips touching and they asking me Crack, yeah Show me where the safe at How I lay them down with the Mac Leave them face flat Listen You don't want to start no drama We don't scrap when it's problems We just clap and revolve them and Get a joke Let it go Head him up Sip him up Didn't know Let him know now I know you came to party So get up on your feet Yeah baby Just drop that body And sing along with me Come on Chevy still heavy in this gang, can you feel me? Blame it on my mama, I'm a thug nigga Up before the sunrise, quicker than the drug dealer Tell me if it's on Nigga, then we first up on bus On these bitch-made niggas, sit them up West side, ain't nobody love me as a broke nigga Finger on the trigger, Lord forgive me if I smoke nigga. I love my female strap The fuck up from the back, I get my currency stacks California's where I'm at, ride Pass by, why these niggas wonder why I got shot, but didn't die Let them see who's next to try Did I cry? Hell nah, nigga for all my homies in the pen, many peers dead, nigga still ball. Still ball the day I die, till I die. You can bring your crew, you but we remain true. Still, still motherfucker still ball. All these niggas wonder why. You can bring your crew, but we remain true, motherfucker still ball. Me and the pray, I hope the Lord understand when he's gone to ball. I become a dangerous man. Ain't crazy in the rain, the sand. I'm not even when he's dead, when he's dead. Come on, do my ladies run this motherfucker?
baby mama's mama. Jackson, ooh, I am for real. Never meant to make your daughter cry. I apologize a trillion times. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Never meant to make your daughter cry. I apologize a trillion times. Go and tell the nigga no, with the ass so fat. Hey, why you wanna go and do that, love, huh? Hey, hey, why you wanna go and do that? Do that. Hey, hey, why you wanna go and do that? Can I get my grown man on for one second? I see some ladies tonight that should be hanging with Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Excuse me, What's your name? Can you come with me? I'll take you out to now. I just wanna chill and twist a lot. Catch stunts in my 745. You drive me crazy, shorty. I need to see you and feel you next to me. I provide everything you need and I like your smile, I don't want to see you cry Got some questions that I gotta ask and I hope you can come up with the answers, baby Girl, it's easy to love me now Would you love me if I was down? And how would you still have love for me? But it's the mama's the problem You see the problem is them bust ass niggas you been fucking with Always bought your shit, but never taught your shit Did he ever tell you some things that a player do? And made you wear the life is more than the hell do? Boy, I tell you, it's best to deal with them real niggas And stay far away from fuck niggas Don't be a sucker, hell at least not for nothing on them Sucking the fucking fuck, a bitch better have something I need something that's compatible Not nothing young and dumb and full of cum But what is edible? I'm better
Juice in they talk, got more juice in they walk They got more juice in they play 